Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Farrell, with my co-hosts, J-Mac and Jordan, on another episode to preview the Denver Broncos Week 10 matchup against the Buffalo Bills. The Broncos coming to this one 3-5. and five. Um, The Buffaloes are going to be at 5-4. and four. This is going to be in Buffalo on Monday Night Football on ESPN starting at 6.15 p.m. Mountain Time. We're going to go and dive into all the injury reports. I'm a very, very... Um, empty injury report for the Broncos, lucky enough. And then we're going to talk, give uh, you know some facts about the game, keys to victory, player predictions, score predictions at the very end. So make sure you guys stay t- tuned to the very end. If you guys are listening on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, follow, leave a five-star rating. YouTube, please hit the subscribe button um, and uh, turn notifications on as well. But before we, go, before we go and jump into today's episode, J-Mac, it's great to have you back on the show, brother. And uh, Jordan, how, how are the both of you guys doing? Well, I'm doing good, man. Can't really complain. Just... Uh, waiting for this weekend. This is probably the biggest game the Broncos have had in a very long time. So I'm just, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, when I think about it, both of my football teams have really big games this weekend. I got UM versus FSU, so it's hate week. And then also we got the Broncos against the Bills, another important game. So I got a, a big weekend ahead of me. Long, long week up ahead. Obviously, like I said in our last episode, the Broncos fans, uh, Broncos country has to wait even longer for um, the game. I believe it's going to be like 15 days or something like that since the Broncos last played. I mean, that it's been a, a while. It's not very often that teams don't play for a total of two weeks. But um, let's go ahead and uh, start talking about how the Broncos can win this game. Because like J-Mac said, it's been a while since we've. I know the Broncos are three and five, but it's not like last year where we beat the Jags and are coming off the, ba- the bye week. We beat the Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Chiefs coming off the and are coming off the bye week. Everybody's morale's up. Every excuse me, everybody's confidence is up. Um, a lot of people are very very optimistic uh, for this game. It's not cautious type optimism, and that's because a lot of people in the Buffalo media um, do not feel very very uh, optimistic about this game like we are. Um, we'll go ahead and you know dive into our predictions at the end but a lot of buffalo media does not feel like they're going to win this game shockingly enough they're the the heavy favorite in this one um 
I believe they're like seven and a half point uh, favorites or something like that. So they have they have a pretty good uh, you know favor um, by all the sports books to win this one, but not the fans really think the same thing. But um, I want to go ahead and dive into the injury report uh, just to inform uh, the listeners. Um, the Broncos injury report: they are completely healthy. Not a single player was even limited on Thursday, so they're looking very very uh, good for this game. Then for the Bills, um, for their injury report, definitely a little bit lengthy. Um, on Thursday, cornerback Christian Benford, their backup, did not practice with the hamstring. Then linebacker Terrell Bernard, was uh, he's their starter with Matt Milano out. He was limited with a concussion. Leonard Floyd did not practice with the illness. Micah Hyde, um, star safety, did not practice with the neck injury. A.J. Klein was limited with a back injury. Uh, they're also their other uh, starting uh, safety, Jordan Poyer, one of their bright spots on their team in a depleted unit. Um, they also... Um, he did not practice with a shin injury. And then linebacker Balin Spector did not, or excuse me, he's limited with a hamstring injury. So they got a lot of injuries on the uh, injury report. And then, like, on top of that, they have a bunch of players injured, uh, were on the injury reserve as we speak. Um, that consists of uh, running back Naeem Hines, cornerback Kyer Elam, running back Damian Harris, tight end Dawson Knox, linebacker Matt Milano, huge loss, defensive tackle Daquan Jones, and quarterback Trey White, um, and then tackle uh, Tommy Doyle. So they have a lot, a lot, a lot of players on the IR, and players just injured in general. So if any week is winnable, I know. No, it doesn't sound like it, but this game is actually very, very, very winnable for the Broncos. Um, they are very beat up, both on offense and defense. Um, so I think this is very well a game the Broncos could snag away and uh, get right back into the thick of the playoff race at four and five. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad you brought up their injury report. And Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer and Leonard Floyd all are not practicing, which is, I mean, you know, obviously hope they, you know, are healthy and everything. But I mean, yeah. for the Broncos side, it is a good. It's some something to look forward to come uh come Monday because if those guys aren't playing, those are three really big guys for that defense. And defense is already banged up. Um, but I mean I agree. I think Buffalo, um, I've, I've been talking about it a lot. Buffalo's one of those teams where they 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 just beat themselves straight up. I mean, you look at them in the stat category, they're fifth in total offense, fifth fifth in the pass, they're about middle of the pack in the run, fifth in points. The defense is it's a little below average, but it's they're still only giving up the fit, you know, their fifth in points allowed. Buffalo just beats themselves, man, because of turnovers. And I think that's one thing Denver has been kind of harping on in these last few wins is they've been making sure guys turn the ball over. So my my biggest key most definitely has to be that Buffalo if if we can force Josh Allen to continue to make those mistakes. I mean, he's already got nine interceptions. I mean, the guy is just giving the ball away like very frequently and at the kind of the worst times too. So I'm hoping that we can just replicate that. I mean, otherwise, like, other than that, Buffalo's still a solid team. I mean, they, they've they coming off some some really tough losses and some really ugly wins, but that's pretty much it. I think it's a game Denver can easily win this game. I know, I know it's in Buffalo. I know it's primetime. I know Bronco fans like that, but, man, all of Buffalo's games are almost on primetime, and it seems like every one they have, it's a very ugly game. They – they win it very like it's a very nasty win it's very slow turnovers so you never know man yeah the biggest uh loss in that injury report is matt milano i'll get i'll get to it shortly in the next segment but matt milano is probably the biggest loss in the injury report of for the bills so 
going on kind of like uh, going off a little bit on the Broncos having a winnable game this week. I mean, the Bills also um they they only have suffered back-to-back losses just four times since 2019. That's one each season. So I mean, uh they're coming off a loss to Cincinnati. So they could be due for their fifth back-to-back loss in the last 5 years. Um I I know that's uh that's not, you know, a lot of uh, back-to-back losses. It's kind of um you know, appreciable and admirable on their part that they're able to, you know, bounce back that well. So that might be one of those things where it makes Broncos fans a little bit nervous, but also this could be their fifth straight uh, back-to-back back-to-back loss in uh, five consecutive years. So something to look out there, uh, look out for there. And then the Bills also are on like a weird uh, win-lose streak right now. Their last six games, they beat the Dolphins, lost the Jaguars, beat the Giants, lost the Patriots, beat the Buccaneers, lost to the Bengals. So if the streak goes on, they might it'll they'll beat the Broncos this Monday. But um, those those are kind of like uh, not superstitious things, but they're just kind of weird patterns that sometimes happen and they'll end up breaking themselves so something to just look out for there doesn't really matter obviously nfl is just a week-to-week thing the broncos really could just win this week and that doesn't matter at all um but just something to look out for there as well um but yeah like you said uh the bills are just like a weird team um and i think this is like such a winnable game i mean they started off the season so hot like uh, jmx said beating just like i remember the first few weeks of the season just seeing them like decimate teams obviously they had that they had that loss to the jets but they were just destroying the raiders destroying the commanders destroying the dolphins and then they lose to a good Jags team. So that that game, I was like, all right, this doesn't really make them frauds. I mean, the Jags are, are they're going to be a deep playoff team. But then you barely beat the Giants by five points, only put a 14 at home, by the way, when they're, they're a really good home team, but they just didn't do much there at home. And then they go into Foxborough and lose to a Patriots team that might land or probably will land a top five overall pick. And then they go and barely beat a Bucks team. At home, by the way, yeah, and then they and then they end up losing to the Bengals um, by six, which the Bengals I think might make the Super Bowl, might. Um, so that game is kind of like another one where the Jags like, okay, I guess I can see you losing this one. You're very depleted, but um, I, my point is like this game is just so winnable. I, I think I'm not even looking at this as, as like a, a 2021, 2022 type Bills team. I'm looking at this as probably like the worst Bills team since like Josh Allen's like rookie year, maybe second year in the NFL. Like it, I, I do look at it that bad. I mean, they're five and four. When's the last time they even started uh, with four losses through nine games? So um, that's just kind of how I look at it. Let's go ahead and start talking about our keys to victory. My number one, I feel like I say it every week, is running the ball. I mean, the Bills' run defense has not been the same without Matt Milano. The Broncos have the 11th-ranked rushing offense in the NFL with, I believe, like 111-something rushing yards per game. I mean, the Broncos, they got to pound the rock. It's the strength of their team. They got to do this every week, honestly, in their keys to victory. But I think especially this week with their weak Bills front, um, they have really good edges. But um, the interior, I think the Broncos can attack it with Samaje Pirine and um, – Jaleel McLaughlin, and then once in a while, give uh, Jaleel's McLaughlin a good uh, carry to the outside, and I think he'll do some uh, good work with that. So um, I think running the ball is going to be very, very key to a breaking down and tiring that Bills defense this week. Yeah, I I would agree with you, but I think I'm leaning kind of towards throwing the ball just based on what I've seen of Cincinnati and uh, the Buccaneers game. They got so lucky against Tampa. I don't know if anybody – I don't know if you guys really watched that game. Baker should have, like, his receivers let him down, like, really, really, really bad. Like, Godwin and all of them, Rashad, they were dropping almost every single pass Baker was throwing to him. They should have won that game. And you look at what Burrow did to him, put up 350 on him. 
I think that I mean, of course, I'm not saying don't run the ball. I'm saying, but my my, my I mean, I cannot sum this up. Like, just just stay aggressive. Like, you can't be conservative and just like you're gonna have to throw the ball against them. The secondary is not that good. I think you. I think Sean Payton can get guys open. I think that's what you have to do. I, I think you still run the ball a little bit. Like you still run the ball. Same thing you do. Put pressure on them. But I think Russ. This is Russell Wilson's biggest game as a Bronco. You gotta. He has to win us his game. The, the game's gonna fall on his shoulders to where he's gonna have to make plays. And we. You gotta throw the football. Like I know Sean Payton's been kind of scared to just you know be ultra aggressive with him you know like he he tries to draw a place when Russ really can't execute the big plays but i think this week where he's going to definitely need to in order to beat buffalo because buffalo yeah they haven't been playing that great but somehow some way they're still almost in every single game which is i don't even know how that's possible but they're still almost in every single game so Russ is going to have to make plays similar to what he did in the chiefs it, especially down in the red zone score touchdowns which you're going to have to do um yeah i'll say just stay aggressive Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Of offensively, man, don't let your foot off the gas. Don't be just strictly running the football and guys going to halftime. Russ got 60 yards passing, you know what I'm saying? And Judy and Judy and Sutton have two catches combined. Like, let's stay aggressive early. Like, if, if you win the coin toss, receive the ball. So, yeah, I like that. I like what you said right there receive the ball, do not defer to second half, receive the ball. Mm-hmm. I do agree with Amir, do think we got to run the ball. Here's my main point. I know Amir brought it up earlier about how big of a loss Matt Milano is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just shows up in the in the stats. Weeks one through five for the Buffalo Bills with their defense when Matt Milano was playing, they had the eighth best defense in, in terms of EPA per play. And now since week six, after his injury, they are the third worst defense. That is a huge discrepancy from the eighth best defense to the 30th best defense, that's a huge drop-off. And for the Broncos, weeks one through five, their their rushing attack, their their rush success rate, they were at 24 since week six. We're the fourth best rushing team in terms of success rate since week six. So rush running the ball on this Bills defense is going to be key. I'm expecting a big game out of Javante, Amir's boy, and uh, all the other running backs. So this uh, Bills defense is a bit banged up. I'm telling you, that, that Matt Milano loss is going to be so huge, and I think it's ultimately going to be a, a big favor for the Broncos and all the other future opponents for the Bills. Yeah, their run defense has not been the same without him, obviously. I mean, and their their defensive line as well. Like, they had to bring in uh, Linville uh, Joseph as well. Um, so they're just like – they're kind of – being a little bit up they're panicking definitely in buffalo the front office is definitely panicking and i honestly don't even like the way they constructed that defense this uh this offseason if i'm being honest and pre- previous off seasons as well um i i don't know we can get into that later but um also uh james i wanted to bring this up jmac uh you called it uh benjamin albright said on broncos country tonight the bills did call uh denver um about uh, josie jewel trading for him actually so they were they were they wanted to make that move but the broncos didn't budge they wanted to keep jewel so um 
It, it turns out that he was the most likely uh, player to be traded. Uh, it seems like teams wanted him, especially Buffalo with the loss of Matt Milano. So, um, and in, another thing with like, yeah, attack the run, but also it's kind of rare to say that you can also beat them just as well with the pass because just because of how beat up their secondary is. I mean, it, I'll be I'll be shocked if both Micah Hyde and Jordan Jordan Poyer don't go for this one. But also they have their backup corner out. They also have, you know, Kyer Elam, um, Trey White on IR. Like, they are beat up right now, just super, super beat up. And then the, on top of that, their top coverage linebackers out. So the, you can really definitely beat them with not only the run, but attack the pass as well. So really hoping this isn't a repeat of uh, this is our chance to redeem ourselves from la the last time we were on Monday Night Football against the Chargers, that absolute crap show of 19 Lord, to 16. Lord. One of the worst games I ever watched, honestly. Um, still can't believe we lost that game, but um, this is our chance to redeem ourselves. This is Russ's chance to redeem himself on primetime. This is a lot of opportunities to change the narrative in Broncos country, go four and five, and then all of a sudden, the matter of just two to three weeks, you'll, make, you'll start making me look like an idiot after talking about rebuilding the whole team then all these people talking about how the Broncos are not a serious team all everybody likes to talk about the 70 to 20 game when in you know reality we might actually be back in the playoff race at four and five and then you have a very winnable game against the the Vikings at five and five so it's it's kind of crazy I kind of chuckle thinking about it the fact that the Broncos with just a win against a I'm a beat up Bills team could be back in um, the playoff race my last key to victory I want to talk about is protecting the quarterback and I know offensive line has been great uh the majority of the season not the greatest to start the season but as of late man they've been playing really really like top 10 football um the bills are the bills were leading the nfl in sacks a few weeks ago they're currently eighth in the nfl with 3.2 sacks per game they even though that they have they are dealing with some injuries they still have a, a von miller they still have a leonard floyd who should be good to go he's only dealing with the illness um they still have a ed oliver um, they're still a good pass rushing unit. If that's one of the strengths on their team. Um, so I think Mike McGlinchey with Von Miller lined up across from this week. I know Von Miller only has four pressures this week and like 102 snaps on the season since returning from that ACL. I think Mike McGlinchey and, um, Quinn Miners, Quinn Miners has been playing really, really good football They're that, that left side of their D line, that right side of our O line is going to be a huge matchup to watch this week because they get the majority of their pressure off that side. So, um, I think that's going to be a huge uh, part of the game to watch this week. Um, and that defensive line, honestly, they overcome a lot of adversity to get pressure on the quarterback. So, um, I think that's going to be an area of focus, uh, for the Broncos this week to win the game. Cause you really got to pr uh, protect Russ's, um, you really got to protect Russ's right side of that line. Yeah, I agree. And I'm um, glad you brought the D-line. For a lot of people who really don't know, Von Miller, he still isn't 100%. Like, Buffalo isn't – Buffalo didn't start him last week or kind of the week before. They sprinkle him in here and there. But Vaughn isn't really getting 100% of the snaps like he should be. So, I, I don't know how that's going to be coming this week. That's why Leonard Floyd being questionable and being hurt is, is low-key a huge deal because if Von Miller isn't 100%, then they're going to have to go to Shaq Lawson too. But um, I would say my 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 final key to victory, because I'm pretty sure Jordan's going to hit on the other one I had, um, is most definitely can't turn the ball over. You just can't do it. I think it gets seen like Buffalo. They get their team where they get bailed out a lot off of other teams' mistakes, and that's why their record is what it is now. A lot of teams make mistakes against them. You can't do it. You saw Cincinnati. They didn't really make any mistakes against them. And the game wasn't really close. Like, yeah, they got 18, but throughout majority of that game, the game was really out of reach for uh for Josh Allen. You just gotta 
not turn the ball over like he did against KC. You can't turn yeah. the ball over. You can't fumble. No uh, Russ didn't see the guy coming. None of that. No turnovers on special teams, muff kicks. You have to play a clean game. To, to be some of the best teams like Buffalo, you, you have to play a clean game. You can't give Josh Allen the ball in good field position because him and Diggs, they're going to punch it in. Regardless how good your defense is, they're going to they gonna make you pay with points. So definitely not. You, you cannot turn the ball over this week, especially. And on primetime, you cannot turn the ball over. Yeah, you also mentioned special teams there a bit. I think we do have a huge special teams advantage this game, like a huge special teams advantage. So hopefully, you know, we can that can pay dividends for us. But I think what J Mike wants me to say for my last key to victory, which I think I've been saying it probably since um, what 2020, 2021, just hit the open guy, please, for the love of God, just hit the open wide receiver. They're gonna be open. I would say. The Bills' defense is a cover-two defense. We did play the Chicago Bears earlier this season. They were also a cover-two defense. It's going to be a bit different different with the Bills just because they have Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde back there. So it's going to be a bit better. But I think Mar- you have to get Marvin Mims in this game, and you have to let him run vertical. You have to let him run uh, to the middle of the safeties, get an explosive play here and there. you got to expose that defense. So I, I'm, trusting, I'm trusting Sean Payton. I know we're going to run the ball a lot. But on those play-action passes going deep, I think this is where we're going to have to do some damage. And, again, just pass it to the open receiver. The guys are going to get open. Just complete passes. Complete the passes that are there and that are given to you. So I, it, it sounds simple enough, but we just haven't done it. And we haven't done it enough, I should say. But it's easy enough. Just complete passes to the open guys. Yeah, there's so many schematic like advantages the Broncos can, you know, like I said, take advantage of in this game. I mean, if they're going to pile up on the run at the line of scrimmage, boom, you got your Marvin Mims, Jerry Judy down the field. Um, I'm assuming they'll run man coverage at that point, so you can really expose that stretch of the field, make them respect your run. But then also when you you know, start taking deep shots off play action, then you have the run still uh, to you know go back to and get those easy five yard games uh, from you know Jaleel McLaughlin, Javante Williams, and uh, even uh, involve Samaje in this game as well. Like if you want to run the ball a lot, get them all get them all uh, you know turning their legs. So um, that's kind of where I uh, see this game. Um, there are just so many like advantages in this game. There's, in my opinion, there's no way the Broncos can lose this game. Like yeah. you you go to three and six. You you can really afford like maybe two wins left on the season, but like I don't know, the Ravens are making a, the AFC really tough. Uh, the Bengals are really coming up. There's a lot of teams that are really starting to win games against NFC teams and are kind of making it a little bit tough. I don't know. I just feel like you can't really lose this game because the, here's the thing: the Broncos they they're three and five. They have three wins, but who are two of those wins against NFC teams? They only have one win in this damn conference. Like, in my opinion, this is a must. This is a must win. You cannot lose against uh, the, the the Bills um, on Monday Night Football, and um, it's just such, such a winnable game. If you lose this game, yeah. I I don't know if I can really say I have much like much much hope for the postseason. If I'm being honest. Yeah, and so Jordan, that wasn't the uh, takeaway I thought you were gonna give the oh the key to victory. So I'm gonna give. So this is my last one. Oh, you did. You have to get pressure on Josh Allen, Bam Browning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is like a hundred. Josh Allen is five straight games with an interception. Yep. Make him Josh Allen. Like I, I watch a lot of Buffalo games just because they, I, I Vaughn's over there. I, I like Diggs. Josh Allen will turn the ball over. It will be. It won't even be that you do anything different. He'll just make one risky ass pass. And yeah. Stephon Diggs will be pissed. I think that's Denver. You got to get pressure on him. Um, like coming out the gate, like because the thing about the Bills, 
they don't really have like if Sertan's gonna be on digs, then he's gonna have to throw to Gabe Davis. He's gonna have to give it to Kincaid. He's gonna have to give it to all these other guys. And I'd rather have them win than him just consistently give it to Diggs. But I'm I'm praying that we somehow force Josh Allen to make that mistake because that that mistake has cost them in every single loss that they've had. Him just constantly turn the ball over, whether it be a fumble or a pick. Like I said, he got that five game streak going where he's throwing an interception. So let's make it six. Yeah, you gotta win that turnover margin. So and listen, that pressure, getting pressure on him is gonna pay. Uh, I think he's gonna throw the ball at Justin Simmons. I have a feeling. I agree. I um, feel like he might try Pat too. Like, like, like I, I, I feel he's the one who definitely might get a pick. Bro, Josh Allen risky. I'm telling you, yeah, he, 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 he gambles a lot. Like that's why I'm like, uh, yeah, he, he, he might try to force the ball to Diggs, but regardless, Diggs gonna get his targets, and that's a good thing though because the pass on him, then yeah, go ahead and throw Stephon Diggs the ball. I'm fine with that. Especially in Monday night, I I don't like saying this, but like it's it's on Monday night football. Josh Allen might try to play hero ball. You never know. He's, <laughs> all the light, yeah. all the lights are. He's under all the lights, the brightest lights. It's going to be the only game on in uh you know in football uh during that moment. So he might just try to play hero ball. He's going to be like, oh yeah, we're five and four. We got to make a play. The Broncos defense is uh playing pretty good right now. Backs up against the wall. Let's go and take advantage. Boom, just dumb dumb interception but that's usually how josh allen plays on prime time at least from what i see so in the i was gonna say in the in the giants game that was prime time right i don't yeah. remember uh, yeah. yeah it was i think it was sunday night football but yeah. Night. Yeah, oh, yeah he he made questionable throws there like he's had i think they've had like i want to say three out of their last four games three of them been prime time yeah because the bus game was prime time and so was the the bingo yeah, that's Josh Allen on primetime for you. He's going to turn the ball over. Denver yep. just got to replicate that. They got to force yeah. him to turn the ball over, get takeaways. In the last game against the Bills, I was thinking it was like Sunday Night Football. He just made this egregious interception to uh, Cam- uh, Cambridge Taylor, I think his name yeah. is. Um, yeah, it was just like why that was one of the – yeah. I mean, I, w- I would say that was one of the worst interceptions I've seen him throw, but he's throwing a- – all of his interceptions are just like straight to the DB. Like, that, I, don't, I don't know what he's doing. That guy's turnover. He's turnover prone. He's really like he that's, – that's why Stefan Diggs be so pissed because it's like, dude, calm down. Like, you're just throwing the ball up. So let's go ahead and uh, start giving off our predictions. Offensive player of the game. Um, I'm going to go very simple. I'm going to go safe. Um, I could see Russell Wilson being a player of the game. I'm not going to lie. Like we've, me and uh, I'm getting this like feeling. Me and Jordan have been hating on him so much. You're just going to go out there and like dot up like that that secondary, just go crazy. So I could see it low key. That would be like my alternative. But I'm going to play it safe and say the Broncos just run the ball, stick to what they've been doing really well. So I'm going to go with the obvious one, our starting running back, Javante Williams. Um, I say he's going to get like another like. 17 carry game go for like 87 or something like that um so i don't know why jordan uh, j max smiling right now but uh i'm gonna pick uh javante williams um let me know uh, what you guys uh offensive player of the game predictions are well after the egregious take that was made the last time i was on between y'all two <laughs> um i think honestly i will even though javante but i'm gonna go russ i don't think russ is gonna have a great like a crazy game stats wise but i think he's gonna make He's going to make the throws necessary if Sean Payton allows him. I'm going to say this. If he gets the opportunity, I think this week Russ is going to make the throws necessary that we need to win this game. So I'm going to go Russ. I do think Javante is going to have a big game, though, but I think Russ is going to be a major part while we win this game. So the last two games, when I picked offensive player of the game, they've actually turned out to be right, and they haven't been a playmaker. 
So, and by the way, we've go, right? both of those games. We've won both of those games, by the way. So I would just like that to be known for everyone out there. I'm going to go with it again. I'm going to Quinn Miners to be player of the game. I think we run the ball really good, and I think he has a hell of a game. Give me Quinn Miners. Okay. Uh, bro, stays picking up it. Bro, pick Cushionberry, Miners, and Miners. <laughs> and by the way, what, what has been happening, though? What has yeah. been happening? I mean, they, they've been balling all year. Like, I'll give it to you when one of them gets a catch out of the flat or something. But uh, besides, besides that, like. Hey, they might get a catch before Sutton and Judy do, so you never know. That's crazy. <laughs> no, it was, it was actually so funny because that one week, I think it was like uh, the Chiefs game. Um, freaking um, Nate Atkins had like a catch before Jerry Judy did. And I, oh, yeah. I, just, I just started laughing when I saw that. I was like, that is crazy, bro. Our backup, our th- four-string tight end, our backup fullback is getting a catch for Jerry Judy. But um, defensive player of the game, um, Jordan mentioned it. I'm going to agree with him. I say Justin Simmons is the uh, sixth player in a row to pick off Josh Allen in consecutive weeks. Like J-Max said, he leads the league in interceptions with nine. It just feels like it's inevitable that he throws up a haymaker in the secondary this week. I'm going to go Pat. I'm going to say he doesn't do a lot. He might not get a pick, but I think what he's going to do on digs, unless, you know, he gets cooked, which I highly doubt. But, um, you know, I think what he does on digs is going to impact the game, not on the stat sheet. I think that's going to be – that's our key matchup this week, him versus digs. This is probably his biggest game too. So, like I'm saying, Pat's probably biggest game that he's had in his career so far. But I'm not sweating it. I think that most definitely that – he will probably contain digs. I'm not saying he's gonna hold him to zero catches, zero yards, but I think he can definitely contain him and make you know make him not get all those yards after the catch and be wide open in the middle of the field when he's on him. So I'm gonna go Pat. So I do believe we are going to force three turnovers against the Bills. I don't know why I have that feeling. I think Great. Allen is gonna throw the ball at Simmons. <laughs> I think at the very end, uh, Allen's gonna throw another interception. And then I do think Baron Browning's going to get a strip fumble. So I'm going to go with Baron Browning with my player of the game. I think he's out of a huge game. By the way, one more week that he, that he gets healthier. So that's a big thing to notice. He's been such a difference maker for this team. Really dude, has. This, bro, I, we, I talked about it before, dude. His Vaughn, I don't know if he was here with Vaughn. I can't remember. But, bro, you could tell that's all the tape he, he was. watches. He watches he, all Vaughn Miller tape. Like, it's, like, like I, I think you reposted it to me or something like that. Like, his the he went the he did the up and under move like Vaughn like just his his whole like technique is just, it's crazy it's scary yeah he was drafted in 2021 those are Vaughn Miller's last games before the deadline yeah. so yeah he definitely benefited from that time and then obviously he's even watching his his tape from uh his early time with the Broncos time with the Rams obviously so you get to see so much of his game and like I don't want to go that far but I do see like some uh some you know similarities for sure uh in their inner game their pass rush uh, technique but um yeah, I, I picked uh, Justice Simmons, and I know uh, J-Mac talked about, uh, you know, shutting down uh, Stephon Diggs with Pastor Tan being one of his biggest games. I agree. And another thing is, like, I, it's so beneficial to have Pastor Tan in this moment because who can the Bills really go to besides Stephon Diggs? Like, Gabe Davis is good, but, like, has he really shown up this year? Not really. 
Khalil Shakur, he's made plays at times, but he hasn't really been the true like wide receiver three. So that's like a, that's gonna. I'm really, really like I got my popcorn out for that match, like a, a matchup. I'm really, really excited for PS2 Stefan Diggs. It's honestly being not, it's not being over uh, like hyped um, enough this uh, this week. Uh, shout out to uh, VSP Apollo. Um, I know he's posting a little bit about it. He's the only one really talking about that that matchup. It's gonna be one of the best we're gonna see this season, honestly. Um, but. Let's go ahead and talk about score predictions. The Denver Broncos at the Buffalo Bills season is basically on the line. I mean, I know they're three and they're going to be, uh, you know, three and six if they lose this one. It technically are we won't be eliminated yet, but um, I, I like I said, man, I, I think we really this is like a must-win season on the line. Um, you know that that's just the way I look at it. You're coming off a bye. You got so much time. You got like the the Bills literally played on Sunday Night Football. We this is this going to be like 15 days since the last time the Broncos played. You've had so much more time to you know get healthy, get your rest, and you know game plan for this game. Watch tons of film. I think the Broncos. This is easily you got to win this one by at least a touchdown, at least. So, with that being said, um, I know this is completely contradicting everything, but I'm going to just go ahead and get it off. I I'm picking the Bills to win this one, 26 to 20. I I, I just I just got a weird feeling that the Bills are going to win. The they're going to come out. Ain't no way after uh, all of that, you picking Buffalo. <laughs> No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody, but I don't know. I just get feelings about things. Although, don't take this with a grain of salt because I feel like I've been like one and eight on my picks this year or something like that. Like one to seven on my picks this year. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'm once again I'm gonna extend that to a one and eight, one and nine on the year. But I'm picking the Bills twenty six to twenty. I think the Broncos are gonna come out a little bit flat offensively. Um, you know, having a long, long break. Um, I I, I just wish we had played this game like right the the week after the Chiefs game. I feel like we'd be much much better um also the the, the bills um I, I just don't i don't know they're coming back home after a tough loss away i think the they're gonna the bills uh the bills fans bills mafia is gonna be uh, ready to go for that game they're gonna be ready to go um so i think this is gonna be barely a win for the bills but i do very well could see this a win as for the broncos definitely um buffalo can still win this game i'm not gonna just sit here and say i think the broncos are gonna win this one easily i think the Broncos' main thing is they just beat themselves a lot. And I think going into this game, I think you can't do that. I don't think Sean Payton is going to – I think we've seen that be better towards like the, the uh, kind of like the bottom half of the season so far. We've seen the Broncos not beat themselves so much. Um, the defense has been playing way better. The secondary has been playing way better. And I think that's the biggest key. I mean, offensively, you got to put up points, but I think the defense – I mean, they got all the confidence in the world. Now, after, after doing what you did to Pat Mahomes and KC – and embarrassing them like you did. I mean, that 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 gives you all the confidence in the world. Jaquan McMillan, Fabian Moreau, Pastor Tan, PJ Locke, um, Justin Simmons, those guys, I'm I'm expecting them to do really good things. So I'm gonna pick the Broncos, surprisingly. You would have two weeks ago I'd have picked the Broncos to win the game. But I'm gonna go to Broncos final score. I'm gonna go 19-26. I think Denver gets it. I think Denver gets over I think Denver gets 26 mainly because of um, their turnovers. I don't think the Broncos are going to score too many touchdowns, but I think 26 is kind of, I think Will Love's going to have a big day. I'm going to say that. Nice. Interesting. Um, so I was uh, going to, you know, kind of crap on the Broncos a bit, but they've been playing a lot better. I know I picked them to, to beat the Chiefs last week or the week uh, before, I should say. And I think this is a very winnable game. This, I think we're going to run the, the hell out of the ball. I already said Miner's going to have a great game. Javante's going to have a great game. Judy and Son are going to pop off with their two catches each. I think the Broncos win 23-19. 
We improved to four and five. And man, this is going to be really, really interesting. And by the way, uh, after Sean Payne's last 13 post buy games, uh, he's 10 and three. So he's pretty good oh, after yeah. the buy. So uh, that's something to look out for. Uh, him and Sean McDermott have only faced each other, I think, twice. Uh, they're like one and one against each other. But I think Sean Payne has an excellent uh, game plan going into Monday night. And I think Broncos win 23 19. I'm excited. It's been a while since so I'm, you know, I've actually been, you know, pretty optimistic uh, about a Broncos team this late into the season, like midway through the season. Um, I think 2021 was the last time we were like really optimistic. We were like seven and six heading into that Bengals game. But then after that loss, uh, obviously lost uh, four straight. But um actually feel pretty optimistic for this game just because the bills are so depleted uh with the injuries and everything um then also another thing uh you know talk about uh real quickly before we wrap up the show vaughn miller's first game uh playing the broncos since being traded by the team it's going to be an emotional game for sure um i know uh jay mag mentioned he's not 100 percent. this could be the game where they kind of unleash him a little bit give him more uh snaps but um, i'm excited to see how he looks it's uh i've said on the show um that's my favorite player of all time um, he's a big reason why I like the Broncos. Um, I became more of like a passionate fan with the team. So it's going to be hard seeing them, uh, you know, play uh, every snap um, of the game because I haven't really watched too many uh, Rams games uh, last year and then Bills games this year or uh, two years. But so that's just kind of how I feel. Um, but uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the uh, not reunion? But um, well, he's going to be uh, reuniting with some guys uh, pregame. So how do you guys uh, feel about that? Oh, man, it's going to be crazy. Uh, I think, you know, actually seeing Vaughn play against us. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be very emotional for him. But I think all in all, you got to get you got to push that aside for this game because this is a huge game for Denver. It's not I mean Buffalo's a big game for them, too. But, you know, they can they can still bounce back. But I think Bronx Denver this is a huge game. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it is going to be a little bit weird just seeing Vaughn Miller go against Denver. But. Again, I think uh, everybody in Broncos country uh, still misses him, and uh, hopefully he'll be back pretty soon. But, again, I think uh, we'll see uh, our version of Vaughn Miller and Baron Browning hopefully Monday night and uh, give us a little glimpse of that. So, but yeah, he's uh, much missed. Yeah, a lot of star players. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see this one on Monday Night Football. Um, but with that being said, if you guys enjoyed today's episode, make sure you guys listen on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe, help us get to 2,000 subscribers. Um, please comment for the algorithm, as we always say, uh, that helps us get on uh, suggested feeds on YouTube, helps us expand our fan base, grow our channel, ultimately what we're trying to do. I uh, want to see more of you guys in the comment section. Always love reading your comments. So please do that. Much appreciated for guys listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, or wherever you guys get the Broncos Avenue Podcast. Listen, uh, leave a follow. Uh, leave a five-star rating, turn notifications on so you never miss an episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. Um, our next episode, we'll be recapping uh, the Denver Broncos game against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Uh, like I said, have notifications on so you're the first one here, um, wherever you're listening. Uh, but with that being said, I'm your host, Amir, with my co-host, J-Mac and Jordan. To the next one, peace out, everybody. Peace, y'all. Peace.